podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. It's a double interview today at the Sherpa Chalet. Does that mean we get paid double time? Definitely. What's two times zero anyway? Attention, rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, any similarities to podcasts that are actually funny is likely a violation of the laws of physics. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hello there, Rebels, and welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts and so much more. It is I, your humble servant, the Prince of Podcastia, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Welcome, one and all, to the Sherpa Chalet. And this week, guess what? We've got two interviews, not one, but two, count them, two, and both with podcasters. And the first one that we will be listening to are three guys named Matt, Glenn, and and Brendan, and they are the hosts of the podcast called The Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. I have to tell you something, uh, when we were recording this, uh, the language originally got a little bit salty, and I try and keep my show PG-13, and I felt that some of the language and the topics that were discussed were a little too much for PG-13, so I did edit them. I don't know if you'll hear anything offensive on here, I think I did a pretty good job of cleaning it up. So, you know, I am not approved. I don't have a problem with cursing on podcasts. Actually, some of my favorite podcasts have a lot of cursing in it, but that's just me. So, you know, you can choose to listen what you choose to listen to, right? I'm not going to twist your arm, but that's the way that it comes out of my show. With that being said, uh, let's have a listen to my conversation with the guys from the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Hello there, Rebels. We'd like to start this interview off with a public service announcement. If you've been injured in an accident or you need to sue the pants off of somebody, please do not contact my guests. They are representatives from the law offices of Squibble, Quabble, and Bicker, better yet known as Matt, Brendan, and Greg. Guys, welcome to the show. And just to correct them and to start off with the quibbling, it's actually Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker, not... Squibble, quabble, and bicker. <laughs> I want to quabble now. Are you going to get I, a new partner? I, I, I want to squibble about that. I think I need to quabble together some shoes. <laughs> no, you can't quabble shoes. That's a cobble. That's well, different. if I'm going to squibble, then I'm going to squibble all over in, your in face. In Quebec, it's quabbling. <laughs> Hooked on phonics, long, long O, quabble. I don't know. Anyway. If you're going to quabble shoes, you have to go to the crew maker. <laughs> Something like that. Who runs his own clues left and right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 
long so, boats. Guys, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. All right, Matt, we will start with you because you were the first one who has not put on any costumes today. So <laughs> I think that's a safe start. This is Hopefully. all a costume. I'm really an alien. <laughs> he's he's the boss. <laughs> I'm the, He's the bomb. I'm a semblance of a boss. I'm not really a boss. I'm just merely the head quibbler. And sex bomb. Yeah, you know, when people want to have sex, that. I destroy their their visualizations. Okay. So, were you the vision behind this whole podcast? I suppose a tiny bit. Um, this stems from late night conversations that Greg and I had, where we would talk about inane things. And sometimes it just got really funny. And I'm like, you know, it's sad that some of these things which are just really funny are lost to the ether. Like no one else could appreciate it. Now, I mean, obviously that's a, a tremendous form of narcissism to think that anybody else would want to hear whatever the hell we're saying. But I figured at the very least it could be there for posterity and maybe somebody down the road could get a kick out of it. Because I know that I did it at the very least. And now Greg's recently been... Um, re-listening to every single one of our episodes because as this is being recorded, we're preparing for an anniversary show. But as everyone who is now currently listening to this, we've prepared and we've done it and it's either been horrible or it's been a great success. But um, You probably saw it on CNN. (laughs) I'm sure sure that it was reported on CNN and Entertainment Weekly or Yes, but as of today, Nostradamus predicted that it, it did happen. So anyone who goes wants to go back and look through all of Nostradamus's predictions, they could see the anniversary show was going to happen two months ago. And we will be written up and wired as the pick of right. the week. I, yeah. I just feel like I'm in a temporal flux right now, and I don't really know what day uh, it is anymore. It doesn't matter. this conversation because we're past, being man. viewed in the future, talking about things in the past, and I'm actually no longer myself. I'm just two months older at the time of this airing as opposed to the time of this now. Well, when you hear this interview, you, you'll say, I was so much younger then. <laughs> yes. I'm so much would, older right now. I would like to bicker a little bit about Matt's facts, is that he was the complete mover and shaker of this show. He doesn't have a tiny part because I would chat with Matt, but I never would have thought to make a podcast about it. But he had the vision to turn it into a podcast and he made it happen. Well, we talked so What kind about of conversations like were you having, Greg, that uh, <laughs> gave you the, the, the ceilings of this podcast? The, the, the alcohol fueled. <laughs> Definitely alcohol was involved. For him mainly, and, not me so much. Yeah, and then, um, I don't know, just um, I'm kind of a chucklehead, so I think Matt would just laugh at the stupid things that would come out of my mouth. How do you define a chucklehead, Greg? Look it up. I'm not your dictionary. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Jim. (laughs) One. (laughs) One. Sorry. You are already banished to chucklehead heaven. (laughs) A chucklehead is Greg. Greg is a chucklehead. So if I had looked in the dictionary, his face would be next to it. And I'm yes. a potty mouth, apparently. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a flat circle. It just goes around and around and around. I don't even know what you're talking about, right? And then now. I remember that chucklehead is before quabble in the dictionary as well. Right. Yes, that's true. Good point. <laughs> okay. So getting back to your original question, so then Brendan came along actually about our third episode in. Um, because one of Greg's sisters was listening and she felt that I was very mean 
and that she couldn't ever listen to the podcast because I'm too mean to Greg. And Brendan and I go back about 30 years, and I was thinking, well, if there's anybody who could potentially maybe enjoy themselves being part of our conversation, I'm like, it could be Brendan. So I gave him a call. He's in Florida. Greg and I are in, in Oregon. Brendan's my knight in shining armor. And Brendan came on on, um, fully aglow, carrying his uh, chrome um, armor and shield and lance and saved Greg from my meanness. But then Brendan started being mean to me too, so it was just a (laughs) pylon. It's a dog pile on me. So you're saying that you're now a pylon? You're you're a cone that's in a road? Yeah, and the sleeve stacks use it to control the weather. Yes. Oh, yes. Lee Sack reference. Great. <laughs> One. And We're little, definitely and in the land of the lost now. And the little yeah. gemstones and moving them around. And you can make a hurricane. Oh, I'm so in. Good stuff. I'm, I'm glad that Jim is keeping us reined in. All right. We already have a land of the lost reference. We got to appreciate that. Did you guys know each other from high school? I guess this is what I'm presuming. No, uh, Brendan and I knew each other professionally back in the day. Um, we both worked in public relations. <laughs> professionally. That way sounds kind of provocative. And I knew, provocative I knew Matt profession. professionally. And we also lived together t- for a brief period of time in the early days of our marriages. Me to my first wife and his to his only wife. Um, and, uh, we kind of, we kept in touch over the years. He's like one of the very, very few people that I've actually kept in touch with over that period of time. <laughs> Strictly me, It may not be but... my choice that well, that's the case. They may have all gotten away from me. And Greg and I became friendly over like the last five or six years through karaoke. And that's how it, uh, developed because that was my karaoke I, I had a kept at my own karaoke business and Greg for a while was one of the people who would come to my shows and sing. And then and later, Greg wound up, that hasn't stopped. And then later, um, Greg wound up getting his own show as a karaoke host. And so I helped give him some training on that. So anyway, and then we started going out to other people's karaoke shows together and having these inane conversations. And then we <laughs> continued talking to him. I'm like, okay, well, I have but- to rein this in somehow. We'll put it on camera and an audio format so I don't have to talk to him outside of the podcast now. It's worked well. But uh, but were you going out with him professionally? That's I think what the audience we were went out provocatively. We were colleagues. Oh. Colleagues. colleagues. What? Yeah, I, I misspoke. I didn't say that word. I you said I'm you talking first, to, I, did. I said it was referring to a chicken. Oh rooster. Okay. Yes. All right. Exactly. Uh, Greg, doodle, what was your showstopper at karaoke? What was my what? Your showstopper. Oh, yeah. What does your showstopper get, Greg? I never had any. I'm the guy at karaoke who everyone just kind of shakes their head and says, oh, that guy's singing again. I think his showstopper is the oranges of love from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> I also do a pretty good um, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney. That would always get him going. Because I'd wear a little ch- cheerleader outfit, Catholic schoolgirl type thing. Oh, it man. This is, this is why I'm so disappointed I don't live in Portland right now. Because <laughs> you want to see Greg? In a I want to see. I want to see Greg in a cheerleader. I, can you? Do you do a Catholic girl like a Catholic girl thing? Sometimes, depending on if I was feeling extra naughty, if you oh, will. Oh man! Anyway, again, we've taken control over from Jim. Jim, remember, this is your show. <laughs> okay, I don't, knew it was going to get a little out of control. We'll, so. We will steamroll you, and uh, not by choice, but by accident. Okay. Now, I appreciate the fact that your episodes start with the disclaimer saying 
this isn't the real law office. Have, have you ever been contacted by people who, re- who thought you were actually lawyers? No, but we've finally had a real lawyer come on our show not too long ago. And it was good to have him um, because we could finally ask somebody for legitimate legal information. And, <laughs> and he couldn't he believe we were He even used legal terms too. It was weird. He couldn't believe we weren't real lawyers though. He was very impressed with their actions. Sure. Yeah. He was like, yeah, they're definitely, they're in my like line of work. That's what he was saying. The whole I think time. he was impressed. He, we were like amateur lawyers. He's, he couldn't believe our skill. And I think he was knowledge. only impressed when I said he had a halo around his head because of the mirror that was behind his head. Oh, yes. Anyway. He might have been a little concerned if you had like Esquire after your names because don't lawyers get to have that title? Yeah, no, I've never really yeah. understood that. It's like they're not Knights of the Round Table. Like, why do they have Esquire after their name anyway? Because that just signifies you work for some guy. Yeah, it's I don't know. <laughs> Must be a carryover, I guess, from the Middle Ages. What part it's of the world are you in, Jim? In Mount Podcastia. No, where where do you personally live? Like, what part of the world do you live in? <laughs> oh, here on the wonderful East Coast, actually. Ah, which part of the East Coast? In New York. Okay, what's your address? One Sherpa Lane. <laughs> I'm I'm actually coming to New York uh, Friday. Congratulations. This is the first. No, you're not your first time, like though, right? He cares. No, not <laughs> the first for time. You, Brandon. You're but it's the New first York. time for you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan needs a place to crash, Jim. Do you have a sofa? I may find you. <laughs> I'm sure I can. He needs well, a time from the future. Oh, well, if, you, if you've been following me on social media, you'll notice that I'm going into hiding this weekend. So, sorry, I can't help you there, Brendan. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I'll be there all week. I'll find you. You're from the future. Is that explains the getup? For those who can't see Brendan, he is wearing uh, goggles and a uh, pilot cap from World War One. If he was an RAF fighter pilot from World War One, yeah, I don't know, but here I am. It sounds more like we're steampunk janitor. <laughs> That's right. That's me, janitor. Steampunk janitor. He'll be his Halloween costume next year. <laughs> future Florida man. Florida man from the future. What are your powers? What are your uh, superpowers? I don't have, I only, I'm only a, a, a warning. <laughs> a warning? Yes. Oh, losing your teeth prematurely? Is that one of your powers? Oh, that's, Having- that's part of it for sure. Um, alligator communion, that's another. <laughs> anyway. Communion. <laughs> Have you not communed with alligators, Greg? I thought you meant like a wafer, a small wafer on your tongue. Made of alligators, they turn it into like a Catholic wafer. Catholic communion. Yeah. <laughs> Where he like goes that. along and gives communion to alligators so that they won't go to hell. <laughs> That's right. I don't want doing any catechism soon, too. I don't want any alligators to go to hell because, you know, heaven needs alligators. <laughs> That's and I'm sure they're eating singer. meat during Lent, too. <laughs> no, no, just fish. Just Those fish. Blaspheming gators. Yeah, that's why we have to, you know, bring them up to what they need to be. Anyway. Okay. So Let's talk about you your shows work. a little bit. So, um, you, do you guys each have a, a favorite episode? Matt, we'll go back to you first. A favorite episode? Gosh, I don't know that I have a favorite one. Um, I, I think I just regard them all with blandness. Um, I think, they're, they're all I think his of, favorite episodes are the ones that I'm not present at. No, that can never be true. I only appreciate the episodes where all three of us are there. It's like if any, if either of you are missing one, it it 
disheartens me and I get sad. So Aww. I prefer it, I prefer it when, it's, when it's all three the together. The studio audience just went, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Brandon, your turn. Any, any particular standouts or favorites? Howard Bloom was really a fascinating interview. I, I think, uh, you know, he had a lot to say about a lot of things. It was interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the other interview, uh, let's see, the other episodes that doesn't involve a guest, uh, we had some fun with um, zombies. I remember I, I sort of enjoyed it. That is we, one of our more popular episodes. Too, we, we, uh, yeah. yeah sexy we had zombies a, and their lover, lovers. Yeah I, yeah, I I thought that was a pretty, pretty. We talked uh, about zombie porn a lot, I remember. Yeah, that was a pretty hot, uh, <laughs> hot in a lot of ways. Hot and heavy. You know, uh Episode. So those are probably two of the ones that ring my bell. Okay. Uh, How about you, Greg, Greg? Greg is more attuned to podcasts than I am, so he can give a. I think I liked uh, our Idiocracy episode, where we just uh, talked about the movie Idiocracy and how close are we to that in reality. And it was, that it was, was a fun good, one. That was a good one. That was definitely a good one, Matt. It was uh, uh, educational, enlightening, and entertaining. Really. The three E's, as they're known in podcasting. And put them together, what do you got? E! Yeah, this is our show. You're getting our show right now. It seems to, like, I guess, revolve around pop culture and all the things that are going on in the world. I think people tell us their shows are going to be on in August so that they never have to air this stuff. <laughs> I didn't say what we'll year. Forget. <laughs> right. we'll forget oh, yeah. I'm going to put you on in, like, September. <laughs> Keep an eye out for September. We'll, it'll be next. Twenty thirty nine. It'll come yeah. out for Thanksgiving on Black Friday. Yeah, I'm sure people will see your show <laughs> at four in the morning. But hey, Jim, seriously, I want to talk on on a, on a, on, a, on a serious point. There are too many podcasts. Oh my god! There's like two million of them, right? Something like that. Yeah. But but having said that. There are too many podcasts. Uh, my question is, is that enough podcasts given the, the quality? state of, No, 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 no. Given the state of the world, like, don't we all need our own voice? Even if it's just shouting into the darkness. I like that. That's very philosophical of you, Brendan. That's why he's wearing those goggles. That's because I'm from the future where (laughs) podcasts actually take over. And no, I'm just kidding. You're given a podcast at birth in the future. But but I'm serious. Like you're microchipped to a podcast. No, but literally, literally I started listening to podcasts for, I don't even know what reason. And, um, and then if you guys remember podcasts were a thing a while back. And in fact, they sort of seemed like they were dying off and it was like podcasts. Are you kidding me? That's dumb. That was like probably early, mid 2000s. Early, I mid, know, late or late, early, mid or mid, late, early 2000s. Oh, I'm from the future, dude. Don't quibble with me about that. Well, let's say for you, Brendan, let's say two around 2004, 2005, Prior to that, there was podcasts. And why are they called podcasts? Because of iPods. Right. How, how many iPods do any of us have? I think Zero? None. Yeah. Right. But they're I think called. I call them computer telecasts is what they are. Oh, thank you. But anyway, 
I'm with cursed. But but what I'm saying is they call them podcasts because of iPods and because it seemed like that was going to be the future of something. And I think Steve Jobs thought that was going to be a big deal. And he was right. But he wasn't right for like probably, what, seven, eight years and then it took off, and now everybody's got a goddamn podcast. Why a lot of people that? have left their podcast because it's too much work. Did you have to, to pay for the podcast back in 2005? Like, was it no. like a song? It was free. No, okay. no, it was just it's it's no different than it is today. Well, I think more people put them on their websites, and you can download them from their individual websites or something, right? I don't know. Was Maybe used to work. I don't know. I'm just saying that. You know, I, I, as a future person, no, I re- seriously, I remember my wife who's, I'm glad you know, remember your wife. You live with her. Yeah, I know. Try not but to forget your wife. I try not to, but we, we talked at some point in the mid two thousands about podcasts. She's like, we should do a podcast. I'm like, that's so dumb. <laughs> and then <laughs> later, now. I know. And then later she's like, Oh, remember when we had that conversation? Cause wives remember everything. She's like, remember when we had that conversation and you said podcasts were dumb. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, podcasts aren't dumb anymore. Uh, Joe Rogan just made a hundred million dollars because he had a stupid podcast. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That could have been you. Although you it is, they're still kind of dumb for the rest of us though. No, I don't think they're dumb. I think they serve an important, especially in the current pandemic. I think podcasts are an amazing thing for people. Well, I, you say, I, I want to ask this question of you, Brennan. So what purpose do you think our podcast serves? I think mostly our podcast is a cathartic release for the three of us and nothing more. for using I, I think that podcasting, though, is simply – like I've talked about this before, Jim, you probably might've thought about this, how in the thirties and forties and fifties, people loved radio, like not just for music. They listened to drama, comedy. So you could wash your dishes and still listen. You could do whatever you wanted to do. And it's just like, somehow that went away. People were like, no radio is just for music. Maybe some talk shows, but they didn't have the high ratings. But now people are like, Hey, that's a good thing. We're all busy. We're all multitasking. So it's nice to be entertained while you have to do some mindless tasks like do the dishes or whatever. That's a really good point, Greg. But what I find interesting is that aspect of, let's call it the technology of podcasts has been around since the early 2000s. It's yeah. only been recently that the, the phenomenon, if you will, of podcasts has taken off. And I don't, even as a future person, have an answer as to why that happened. What what tipping point happened that allowed suddenly audio content that you listen to in some device, whether it's a podcast or a iPod or your your phone or whatever, suddenly becomes a thing. I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious, Jim. I'm curious to know since you interview podcast people, what's your opinion on this? What why is this a thing now? I mean, it could have been a thing five, ten years ago, but wasn't. You know, sometimes it's just the timing, I think. There may have been something more crucial or more popular at the time that people went with. And like you said, I think it just kind of gradually built up. 
to a point where, you know, you, you didn't have that point of saturation that you do now. You know, it was just a few people and it probably wasn't as widespread. The advertising wasn't really there as much as it is now. The sponsorships, you know, that's, that's become a big thing because really once it started getting commercialized too, there were more people like, oh, wait a minute, I can get a sponsor, I can make money. And then all of a sudden it becomes appealing to people who probably weren't even thinking of doing something like this. That's why I got into the podcasting game. The bucks. Yeah. But I think I read somewhere that the answering machine was invented like in the mid sixties. Not many people had them then they became really big. I'm sorry, even before the mid sixties. And they say that answering machines became something almost everyone had because the sexual revolution, like, and people were dating like crazy in the seventies. So it was like, you can't afford to miss a call, a booty call or something. That's more important than just like, Hey honey, I'll be home later. I'll get some eggs. So like they say that the technology was there, but the need in society wasn't as big until a certain point where you <laughs> so, cared about. So, so answer machines are based on booty calls. The popularity. Yes. Okay. That's what made them like you couldn't. That is fantastic, Greg. I don't know where Greg calls. gets his information from. I don't know it's it's always sexually write, oriented for Greg. For I'm going to write that down because I don't know. That's just. You're from the future. I am from, from the, the future. <laughs> I'm from an era of radio drama and uh, answering machines. Jim, what makes you a podcast Sherpa? Are you like taking people to the peak of Mount Everest, the podcast? I am guiding people through Mount Podcastia. So when they want to listen to podcasts, I am their guide. That's what a Sherpa does. Mount Podcastia. And you'll leave them so away many. from our podcasts if, you, if you're wise. <laughs> you guys, don't think, waste your time. I think our podcast is somewhere down near the base of the mountain where there's like, you know, just basically heroin dealers and <laughs> drug addicks. Like, and Like most mountains. There's always yeah. the base. There's drug dealers. Just where all the trash dealers. has been thrown. Yeah, there's all like, the garbage. All the, all the dump that comes down from the mountain and then just like got to deposit it somewhere. That's our podcast. I thought we were underground in a cave or something. An underground Maybe. Uh, underground? He's I, saying we are the debris and detritus of former expeditions up Mount Podcastia. Yes. I think, I think that's, I, I think that's who we are. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Me too. So which are you? Are you debris or detritus? Which one? I think I'm debris. Are you okay. Detris, Greg? Um, we have to have a third one so it matches Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. <laughs> there doesn't have to I'm, be a third one. I think, I, think, I think Matt is Dookie. <laughs> He's all the frozen turds. They call me Dookie Hauser. Dookie Hauser. roll down the mountain. <laughs> I think Jim is trying to figure out how to get out of this interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is, what's okay. this got to be like for you, Jim? I'm like, you go, what have I got myself into? It's probably the question you should I, be I can turn these things around by just asking one simple question. Okay. Um, since you are the guy on camera, Matt, what podcasts do you like to listen to? Greg? <laughs> Matt does not like to listen to podcasts, and he still doesn't. And, he, and that was the incredible narcissism of him starting a podcast <laughs> where he doesn't want to hear anyone else's little opinions. It's not that I don't show. want to hear it. I just But he wants to spout I don't, them. I don't hear it. It's not that I don't want to. I just... Um, okay. I love podcasts. Uh, the, I didn't have a, like a, the ability to get them for a while. Like I didn't even know how. 
because that's how dumb I am. But I got addicted to them. I have like in my library right now, I have like 30 podcasts. Like check if there's a new episode. And I prefer, I really like geeky comic book stuff. It's like when I was a kid, you know, every now and then I'd get a fanzine about comics or a nice magazine. I'd read that thing eight times. Now, every day I'm getting interviews with these legendary comic artists. I just listen to while I'm showering. It's like, so if you're a nerd, it's amazing. Because you probably talk to a lot of guys like that. So what's your favorite one, Greg? Comic books are burning in hell is pretty good just because they're funnier than most. Word balloons. He's like the king of comic podcasts and he doesn't know shock comics. He's terrible in interviewing people. You can censor this if he's going to be on your show because he very well might. <laughs> well, he's going to censor every time you say the word shit. They even call him the pod father in comic book circles because he was, he had a, a radio show in 2000, turned it into a podcast in like in the early days, like 2004. He's been doing it all this time. But it's weird. He knows barely anything about comics and he's just basically a glad handing dandy who's friends with all the comic writers, so they come on a show. A glad-handing dandy. I think that should be yes. the name of the podcast. But I just wanted to vent about I'm that, a glad-handing daddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I also like, um, I like all kinds of stuff. I like um, Ch- uh, Russia, if you're listening, which now is China, if you're listening. And a really fun one is the best movies never made, where it's they talk about all these movies that made it into production and almost through production, but didn't happen. So you find out about all these legendary movies that like, oh, that would have been amazing, but it just fell through. So that has a lot of good nerdy trivia on it. Brendan, how about you? In no particular order, I'm a big fan of Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history. Uh, just because I, I, I think that guy could like read a shopping list and make it sound interesting. And he's does a great job at taking these Things that, um, I don't know, we don't, we, we, we take for granted or we misunderstand and goes back and does a bit of a history lesson on that. I think that What's was- his name Malcolm Gladhanding Dandy, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Malcolm okay. Gladwell. Handing Dandy. Handing Dandy. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I just go back real quick, Brendan? Um, I forgot Boy, my- No, turn anymore. It's his no, turn. Quick, I, just, I missed mine, the dollop, the funny history podcast. Sorry, I had to get that in. I lost okay. my train of thought. Such a um, oh, sorry. Um, make the Making Sense podcast by um, Sam Harris. I like that one. I think that's got a lot of value to it. He's got a lot of interesting topics and guests. Um, and then kind of devolving from history and intellectualism and neuroscience, I get into uh, probably uh, Bill Burr's uh, Monday morning podcast because I'm big. I think Bill Burr is kind of my spirit animal in a lot of ways. The, the other podcast that I love is the Happy Hour News Team, uh, which is also on, uh, <laughs> which is also on uh, uh, YouTube. But uh, I, I think they have. They share a lot of like stupid, like, like that's a podcast I can really relate to because uh, one, they've been on our show Two, I, I find them really entertaining and funny. And, and I, I, I feel like that's one of those things about podcasts. I didn't realize um, because listening to a New York times bestselling author like Sam or Malcolm is one thing. But connecting to a 
couple of dudes in North Carolina, Dakota. who North Dakota, thank you, who are just kind of goobers like us and have their own things to say. That's to me what makes podcasting interesting is building a community of people uh, because and they're you know, drunk every episode they drink. <laughs> They yeah. really wasted. Yeah, and that's cool. Uh, but, but you know, again, if podcasting is just a bunch of celebrities, uh, I'm not interested. I'm interested in certain celebrities for sure. But I'm more interested, kind of like YouTube, I'm more interested in people that I can kind of relate to. No, I think I might actually have an answer to this question now. So I don't necessarily listen to podcasts. Um but the only the, when I do listen to podcasts, it's generally because it's people who've been on our show, and so and because we've interviewed a number of different podcasters on our show, and I think the ones that I've listened to more than two episodes of would include the ones that Brendan mentioned, the Happy Hour News Team, because they actually have been listening to us since like our second episode, at least one of the guys has, which surprised the hell out of us that we've had anybody listening to us that long, for that matter. And they're funny. They are actually funny, but they're, you know, like you said, a couple of goobers out in North Dakota, but they just talk about whatever they feel like talking about. They sent us their only fan letter that wasn't someone who was related. To they us. actually sent us stickers to place all over town. So they liked us that much to send us stickers. And the other one that I've listened to more than two episodes of um, would be The Adventures of the Albino Rhino. And um, I don't Matt know if Quinn. you're familiar with Matt Gwynn. Yeah, so Matt Gwynn. And he does interesting – he never does research on the people that he's going to be interviewing. And he's had lots of different people. And there's lots of uncomfortable silences in his episodes I've found. <laughs> and, and, he, and he makes them more uncomfortable. And I guess there's something about that that I kind of enjoy. It's, it's like this completely unpolished yet slightly polished uh, program that he does with uh, these random people that he talks to them about whatever as he tries to figure out who they are since he doesn't do any research on them beforehand. You know, so, and then I think I've listened to a couple of the episodes from the movie theater Time Machine, which was uh, Kaz and Nick were on our show not long ago, and they review movies in the past for the future. I don't know, I get a little confused by it. So, but anyway, I'd say probably the two that stay in mind are Happy Hour News Team because they've been fans of ours and Adventures of Albino Rhino, just to give those guys some credit. And I've tried even listening to Greg's show, The Dollop, and I think I made it through half of 10 minutes, so five minutes worth. And I was like, eh, you know, these things, a lot of these things just don't appeal to me for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, and I, then there's our podcast. It's probably my favorite one because I listen to every episode of our podcast. So I guess if I'm going to put any podcast at the top, it would be the, the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Although the episode that we recorded earlier today, we kind of changed to the medical offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. And briefly, we were the magical offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker during the course of that episode, too. So um, We're polymaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we are. Mm. Anyway, so I hope that he answers your question in terms of favorite podcast. I'm I'm biased is basically. Okay. So we have this portion of the show and it's called Shameless Self Promotion. Shameless Self Promotion. When you say we, are you saying there's more than one person there besides you? No, yes, it's the I one. have a mouse in my pocket. 
<laughs> Matt, Matt just did shameless self-promotion just now. <laughs> well, this is where you can let everybody know if they want to catch your show or follow you guys on social media. Where should they go? Oh, well, that being said, we are on nearly all of these social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Um, we're on TikTok. As a matter of fact, we're also on a social network most people aren't familiar with called Uhive, which is a uh, social network that's built off of cryptocurrency. And they have their own Uhive tokens that you can buy and stuff. It's on like the Lakotan or Latoken exchange, whatever it's called. I didn't anyway, approve of that. What's that? I didn't approve of that decision. You don't have to approve of that. You're supposed to refer things to me. About what? About us them. joining a social media network? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not on Parler. We're not on MeWe. And I know Greg wants us to be on those because he's big fans of, um, you know, lack of free speech. So, Greg um, on the TikTok video? Wow. Then, okay, I'm going to call you out, Matt. What Go fix some shoes, Quabbler. What, what did I do? What did I do, Brendan? I missed something. Oh, Matt want, or Greg wants us to be on Parler, which has been canceled for months. And. <laughs> We me or whatever the fuck you said. I don't even know what the hell it is. is. That a Nazi site? We it probably it's probably a Nazi fascist social media. <laughs> but he wants us to be. Oh come on! I I shouldn't have to explain this to you. All right, so I meant to say that Brendan wanted us on those, and I was mistaken. Yes. It wasn't Greg. That's so fine. I, I hope that clarified it. Yes, I'm so about Parler and Fox News and. <laughs> Let's lock just lock her up. Lock her up. Yes, lock her up. And, and Una News or whatever that other one is. is yeah, it Una? lock Matt that. up. Lock Matt up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have so, a guys, this little box right here. Yeah. <laughs> so they are Matt, Brendan, and Greg, otherwise known as the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. I got it. You right never this know time. to hear well, us talk that we do anything like that. <laughs> And I know this will mean absolutely nothing to you now, but when the show airs, I'm going to say it was really nice talking to you guys eight weeks ago. <laughs> I appreciate it. It was good talking to you eight weeks of the future. Yes, I appreciate it. Actually, you didn't do a whole lot of talking, Jim, and uh, it's very sad. We could have probably gained something from your insight. I tried. Sherpa. Yeah, we didn't let him Sherpa us to do nothing. Yeah. Where will you guide us, Jim? We'll find out. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay, bye. We're on that internet thingy at sharepollution.com. And that was my conversation with Matt, Glenn, and Brendan of the law offices of Squibble, Squabble, and Bigger. Let's move on to my second interview. It's with a guy named Squids is Killing It. I don't think that's his real name. <laughs> no, that's his DJ name, actually. And he uses it for his podcast. And it is called Next to the Lamp. So let's roll right in and listen to my conversation with Squids. Hello there, Rebels. We are in the lamp room of the Sherpa Chalet. And my guest is the host of a podcast and also a YouTube program called Next to the Lamp. His name is... And I don't think this is the name on his birth certificate, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> his name is Squid's Killing It. 
And we'll get to that too. And he is here to say hello and we'll get to know him a little bit. Oh, How are you yeah. doing, Squids? I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, it's a beautiful day today, so can't complain. So you are coming to us from Wyoming. Yes, sir. Have you lived there all your life? I have not. Um, I was born in SoCal. We moved to Wyoming when I was 10. So I'm 30 now. It's been pretty uh, fascinating um, to go from a school that had 3,000 kids in my grade to a school that had 12 kids from fourth to sixth grade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, at least you get yeah. to know everybody real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was quite the <laughs> culture shock, that's for sure. And if you get in trouble, they know it's you really fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I sure did a lot of that, so. <laughs> You're like, squids, just stop, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of those, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I got in trouble a lot. Uh, my mom almost got a perfect attendance award when I was in middle school. Were you making trouble all those days that you showed up? Or oh, yeah. <laughs> just strive for the perfect attendance. If you're going to do it, you want to do it perfectly. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, you can't miss a day when you're going to school. You're causing <laughs> trouble. <laughs> That's right. You said that you've got um, a music career going as well as, as doing podcasting. Yeah, so I've played um, instruments since the third grade started in Southern California and, you know, it followed me to Wyoming and I just can kind of continued, uh, doing it, mostly moving into music production itself. Um, because I really got into dubstep in like the 2010 era, you know, when everybody was into dubstep, I was like, I could produce something like this. Definitely. You know, I already know most music theory and whatnot. I tried that for a while. I'm a DJ as well now. So, um, that's where the squids killing it comes from is because it was originally my DJ name and then it was my production name and it's unique. So if you type in squids killing it, on Google, I'm the only thing that comes up. I hope so, because, you know, what if you get that Facebook message from somebody, excuse me, I think you're using my name, so. Yeah, right? <laughs> you just be like, I'm sorry, but no, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Squid's Killing It Productions is uh, the name of the company, so that's where I filter my podcast through and my music through and pretty much all my money um, if I do DJ gigs goes to the company. Do you do all sorts of music or do you do like a certain type, just anything for, for club? I tried like a, a dubstep song just to see if I could do it. I did it, kind of moved on from there to a house song and it's more like progressive house. From there, I went to trap music because I've always liked the heavy 808s and that resampling structure. So went to went to those and went to lo-fi hip hop and that's kind of where I've stayed. You know, I was listening to another interview and I heard that in Europe, there's a style of music called grime that's getting big over there. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, it's definitely not something I can produce, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure if I put my mind to it, I could probably do it. And it just takes some time and a lot of learning. What's the best way to describe that? I don't know what that is. Is it danceable or is it more like grunge? No, it's heavily on the EDM spectrum. So a lot of sound design. So like dubstep, a lot heavier in the bass modulation. If I'm thinking of that correctly, then that's pretty much what I think, what I remember it was. Because like I said, I kind of don't be in that area. Okay. I don't like to play in that area because uh, it's difficult and it takes a lot of time. So I respect those that do. 
That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> so you like to stay in your lane, in other words. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hip hop is definitely where I like to stay. Um, okay. I don't know. I can play with it more. All right. So let's uh, talk a little bit about your podcast. So how did you get started in wanting to do a podcast? Um, so I started a job that was an office job and I started listening to podcasts. At that time, I was just like, I don't like my, I had a couple of friends that listen to podcasts and I was like, I'm not really quite sure what it is. And of course I, you know, watched the Joe Rogan experience when he had a couple of the, you know, guests that I liked that were on. I was like, okay, so that's kind of cool. I already had the recording equipment, you know, from being a music production. Um, so I was like, well, why, why, why not? The story about how we got the name next to the lamp is because uh, me and my friend, we'd get really drunk and uh, we'd have like these crazy talks that were like about the universe and theoretical physics and stuff like like that. And he had this busted lamp. There was holes in the shade. It was like barely taped together. It was a brass base. Like, I don't even know how this thing worked, but it did. And it was bright. And I was like, dude, we could call the podcast next to the lamp because we're just sitting there talking. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't think I really want to be in a podcast. And I was like, all right, well, just try it with me a few times and, um, you know, we'll see where it goes. And two years later, we're still going and talking to a bunch of people. Tell us a little bit about your show. I was listening to uh, one of your episodes earlier with Einer Harleton, the, the Harleton, actor. Yeah. It's mainly just to get to know people. You know, I've always wanted to know different things. Like I'm from small town, Wyoming. So like, I don't get that much exposure to other cultures and things like that. Like I said, I like talking to people. So it kind of helps that connection a little bit more. It gives me a reason to talk to people. As long as they're not like around me, I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoy your company, but from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an interesting approach to ask queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. Um, I like to joke around a lot and I feel like I'm not really in the comedian lane. I'm just kind of funny. So I, I just say stuff that normal people wouldn't say. And uh, it's definitely got me in trouble. That's what a lot of my school trouble was. But uh, and a lot of people said I should pursue comedy for that reason. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'll just see how the podcast does. Uh, I, I'm a lot better at music. <laughs> We've all got our own comfort zones, right? That, that's what I mean. Once I, once I start getting paid full time for my music, then I'll venture into other opportunities. Um, but for now, you know, still have the day job and pursuing my music passion is kind of where I'm at. I also have squids killing it photography. So I do uh, events and uh, weddings and stuff like that, as well as, you know, obviously squids killing a DJ. So like DJ at weddings and events and stuff like that. So did you ever do both do the music at a, at a wedding and then do the photography as well? I have not. That'd be pretty impossible. <laughs> well, I guess if you brought in an assistant with you, right. And you'd be like, okay, you handle it now. I'll go snap some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I had an assistant. It. That'd be nice. Uh, but right now I'm not making very much and I'm paying a lot. <laughs> and I guess also with weddings kind of making wedding receptions, making the slow comeback, I'm sure uh, things will change in that department for you too. Get a little bit yes. more on demand. I just like uh, talking to people. <laughs> what are some of your favorite episodes so far that you've done? Oh man, the Larry Hankin one we did recently was really cool. He was a really good guest. Um, I have a couple friends from this metal band called Sorry No Sympathy. Shout out Sorry No Sympathy. Um, that, those guys are really fun to talk to and they're in studio. Um, I got this one called Chase Cardigan. He's this lead singer for that and 
that one was a really fun episode. Uh, the ones that I do with my friends, you know, the people I know are the best episodes, but I mean, all the episodes are great. Yeah, I guess, you know, when you're just kind of thrown into an interview with like somebody that you don't know that you just meet, like, oh, the camera's on. It's like, okay, now we have to talk like we've known each other for a long time. So yeah. the conversation flows. But yeah, when you're surrounded by your friends and stuff like that, you know what's going to push their buttons. You know what's going to make them laugh and they know what's going to make you laugh. So there's just a better flowing of conversation and, and people feel like they're part of a gathering in a room. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what this is, man. I just... I've slowly been adding to it and paying things off and adding to it and paying things off. So it's definitely a process and it's taken quite a long time, but you know, you invest enough time and enough energy into something, it'll probably pay out. It's funny that you bring that up because I think a lot of people, when they get into podcasting, they think like, well, I've, I've just recorded something. So that probably means that a million people are going to be listening to it tomorrow and I will be making all of this money. <laughs> and then you yeah. just want to walk up to him and sl slap him virtually and go, no, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah. There's 2 million, over 2 million podcasts on Apple podcasts. I mean, a lot of it is advertisement, which we haven't done much of right now um, because of the startup costs for actually building the, you know, camera, computer, it's something to do the processing of it, you know? So startup costs is going to be the first two years at least um, unless, you know, you saved up a lot of money and you can just buy it all at once, or you have, you know, a co-host that has also saved up money. I mean, most of my podcast equipment now is, uh, pretty decent and, uh, it was kind of expensive. It can definitely uh, cost a pretty penny sometimes. So when you go on YouTube, is it just basically you're, you're seated like where you're seated now for this interview? And uh, to carry on the conversations there, somebody's on the, on camera. Is that how it works with you? Yep. Um, so we, we do video and audio. Uh, we're everywhere that you can get podcasts as well as uh, the video is on YouTube. We like to have video uh, just to have that extra source of, you know, um, potential revenue. Sure. So we, we do all of them in, in video. It's interesting. The other day I, I got an email from somebody who was, and they, was, they were very nice. And they said that they were into something called cardistry. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. yes yeah, so like a special way of like shuffling cards. And, yep. and, and I wrote it back and I said, I, I said, that sounds really fascinating, but this is an audio only podcast. So it's not like, you know, you can describe what you're doing over the podcast. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> right you want to talk to somebody that. who's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's the cardistry is pretty cool. Um, there's this uh, YouTuber slash um, he has his own TV show now called Chris Ramsey. His name is Chris Ramsey. He's got the TV show, Big Trick Energy, but on his Facebook page, he's got a lot of cool cardistry stuff um, as well as magician stuff. So um, I watch him because of he takes like those uh, puzzles that are like, you know, the horseshoe puzzles or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you got to figure out how to get the ring out or sequential puzzles. Okay. Um, he does a lot of those. And yeah, for some reason, I just get lost in watching those. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at what he does. It sounds, sounds interesting. I've had a couple of magicians on the show previously. They, they never fail to amaze me. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. And people come back to me and they say, 
you prearranged that? I said, no, I, I just will ask them right on the spot. Why don't you do a trick? And they're like, okay, we'll do something. And, and yeah. that was the way it was. Or uh, our mutual friend, Steve Joyner was saying, you set that up that with that last magician. I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> I said, I had no idea what he was doing. That, that was actually on video too. So, I mean, obviously it wasn't. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, an audio podcast, it's the three diamonds. Yes, it is. Well, that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. It was the tennis spades. <laughs> so do you have like a dream guest for your show? I would like to have Tom Segura on because I've always said that his, him as a comedian is like my spirit animal because the stuff he makes jokes of, man, and the way he says anything is hilarious. Okay. Then, Anybody else? Yeah. I mean, his wife, like if I, if I could get both your mommies in, in both the mommies in the studio, that'd be great. Yeah. Him and uh, his wife, Christina. She's pretty funny too. Josh Potter, uh, Ryan Sickler, Steve-O. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> Since this is a show about podcasts, what are some of the podcasts that you like to listen to or watch? Well, I'm sure the people know by now that, uh, you know, Tom Sicker and Christina have their own podcast called Your Mom's House. Um, and I watch that every Wednesday. Um, and then Bad Friends with uh, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee on Mondays. And Tuesdays is the Josh Potter show. Thursdays is Hey Babe with Chris DeStefano and Sal Volcano. And then Fridays is Dr. Drew after dark. You got it all mapped out, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I listen to all of those every day of the week that, you know, they come out because I still have an office job, so I'm not really doing much else besides entering work into a system, like entering numbers into a system. So just listen to podcasts and enter numbers. I'm, I'm a regular subscriber to a lot of podcasts too. And like, like you, you know what day they're going to be out and they'll, they'll already be on the phone or whatever. Yeah. Or you, they might watch them. And if there are other shows where they've got a lot of episodes, I'll kind of catch up on the backlog. So I'm kind of a creature of habit. When it comes to listening. And then like after a while, I'm like, okay, time to switch things up. I've caught up with this one. Let's start listening to a new one. You know, that's the way that I listen to it. I know some people will just, they don't really get loyal to certain podcasts. They just kind of like listen to an episode here, an episode there. And that's fine. You know, everybody's got their own taste. It's like flipping a channel on a TV. And I was like, okay, we'll watch a little bit of this. We'll watch a little Dude, bit of that. 96% of our um, YouTube views mm -hmm. are unsubscribers. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? If you keep coming back, <laughs> just hit the subscribe button. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything to you. It doesn't like haunt your dreams or anything. Just subscribe. That's all I'm asking. What if you say like, make like some sort of like veiled threat? Like, well, you know, because you've clicked on here and you haven't yet clicked the subscribe button, strange things will happen to your computer right now. <laughs> So we have a, we have a plan. So hopefully uh, this, you can watch this on the podcast when it comes out. Have you seen the Pablo Escobar memes from Narcos when he's like waiting? Uh, no. It's like me waiting for my friends to show up at my house. And he's like standing in an empty pool with his hands behind his back. And it's like sitting on a swing and he's all like by himself. And lonesome. <laughs> so I was going to do like a small segment at the beginning of the, of our podcast. That was going to be something similar to that. We're not going to start the episode until you subscribe <laughs> and then have, you know, those four different scenes and, uh, <laughs> Go from there. It's pretty funny. Yeah, somebody's like tied to, to a chair or something like that, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> like the subscribe to button, or they're not, we're not untying them. Yeah. I mean, we're mainly a comedy podcast, but because of my musician side, 
<laughs> I interview a lot of musicians um, because uh, I want to know their process, how they do it, why they do it, you know, things like that. Uh, mostly like how they got into it and their uh, life growing up. All right, so we have a portion of the show and we call it Shameless Self-Promotion. Shameless Self-Promotion. And this is where you can let everybody know where they can reach you and where they can follow you on the social media. And you can even hype up your other stuff too, if you like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if uh, people don't know by now, you can just find me at Squid's Killing It. That's S-Q-U-I-D-Z. K-I-L-L-I-N-I-T. And you can find that on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, any title, if you use title, Pandora, um, everywhere. And then next to the lamp is actually next, the number two, the lamp, because there's always at least uh, two people talking um, next to this lamp that I have. It's an oil, it's an oil lamp. It's a mineral oil lamp, so it's really cool when okay. it's turned on and you're using it. So um, definitely check those out. Um, if you want to know anything more about me, you can always shoot me a message on Instagram. I don't have anybody controlling my social media besides me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're bound to see it, if at least not ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I leave you on red, that's my bad. There but, you have it. <laughs> yep. And Squid's Killing It Photography. Um, and that's a new project that I'm working on that hopefully you can watch me get better as we go. Okay. And do you post your pictures that you take on your Instagram? Um, with the consent of the people. Yes. Okay. Um, but most of it's going to be landscapes because, you know, Wyoming's beautiful and there's so many things to um, take notice of and all that. So, um, a lot of it's going to be landscapes and some of it will be like people and stuff. So. All right. So there you have it. You, you get landscape pictures. You can hear interviews with musicians all from a guy who caused a lot of trouble while having perfect attendance in middle school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his name is squids killing it. His podcast again is called next to the lamp. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much to the guys for coming on down to the show. And you can check their podcasts out wherever they tell you to listen. It's just that simple. And you can listen to my show on any of your favorite podcast apps. I'm there. Or my website, surepollution.com. Or you can go on verbal, V-U-R-B-L.com. And follow me there. If I get enough subscribers there, I'll actually make money on this podcast. I'll be able to buy socks. My wife will be so excited. Oh boy, just the thought of that is just getting me so excited. Make sure you tune in next week. We will be speaking to Jenna Coker-Jones, who is an actress and has a fascinating story, really. I really enjoyed speaking with her. But we're not going to be talking so much about acting. She has a nutrition website and she helps people learn to eat better. And she was just an incredible guest. Probably a season seven standout out of some of the many really great guests that we've had on this season. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I love talking to her and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, Mr. Bruce, they're all yours. See you guys next week. Viva la revolution. Thanks for listening to too many podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition! 
Viva la Chapalition! <laughs> oh. Yell, come back now, you hear? <laughs> <laughs>